if you're feeling that there is, I can't control this, this is now controlling me, um, there might be a very easy medical solution. Maybe your body is craving something, your blood sugar levels are dropping and this is the issue. You know, generally when we're craving sweets or a specific food type like salt or our body is lacking something. So it might come down to a simple answer like that. So I should have a medical checkup basically is what you're saying? Always, but I recommend, um, you know, if you find yourself sort of eating one kind of food group a lot or, you know, specific kind of things, I need this now Mm. all the time, you might be missing something in your diet or or some kind of mineral that that maybe they can pick, pick up on a blood test. So, you know, always GP, get it checked out. Mm. And, and and just speaking to that, Justin, and also, is there something that parents can perhaps do to avoid their children falling into, you know, um, addiction problems, as it were? If you're talking generally, it's it's a difficult one. Obviously, if it passes down through the family or there's a relative that's, that's been struggling with one addiction, yes, you've got to have that awareness. Um, I find a lot of the time, even if when I look back at my own life as a kid, a lot of the behavioral stuff when I was younger was already there. Um, extremely high risk behavior. I did a lot of quite hectic things. Um, so my behavior was already sort of quite, quite implanted in me, probably at the age of around eight to 10 years old. Um, yeah. I think with the sugar, if I can just pick up on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like any addiction, you know, when does it become a problem? And I think with the sugar, when it preoccupies a lot of your time, um, there's two types of things for me. You've got a sort of an eating disorder where a lot of people binge eat, often uh, eating on their feelings, eating a lot of sweet food. And then with the sugar, it's that high that you get addicted to. So once you start consuming sugar, again, your brain changes, the endorphins change, and, and you get that sort of high feeling. And then what happens when you start to come down off it, because obviously the sugar spikes really fast because you're eating full-on you know, white, white sugar stuff. The the uh, sugar spikes and when it comes down quite quickly then you start to feel quite down quite miserable and then you go for it all over again so you start that addictive cycle mm, very interesting so, so you need to be careful if you're having a few sweets from the restaurant for me that's not that's not an issue but if it preoccupies quite a bit of your time during the course of the day you know then then it becomes a problem um, it's the same as people, you know, with eating disorders, as I said, binge eating, mm. lots of sweets and lots of chocolates. Um, and they're eating because they're feeling down, they're, you know, they're feeling miserable and, and it picks them up. It, again, it, it changes the chemistry makeup in the brain. And I think Dineo's SMS speaks to that. Dineo says, is constantly thinking of food and eating uh, an addiction? And can one stop this addiction through willpower without medication? There's no such thing for me in addiction as willpower, but I think what would help is a sensible diet. You know, if you need to see a dietitian um, or uh, yeah, a dietitian regularly, you know, and, and start eating healthily, that's, that's where it is going to work. And also replacing those times, you probably will see a pattern in the times you're actually eating these sweet foods. And then in those times, replace it with doing something else. Mm, because she says she's constantly thinking of food food and eating she constantly this is constantly on her mind uh, um, yes Justin 24, 24 to 7 I feel like that sometimes I'm getting a bit hungry as we're speaking but um, uh, yeah I mean I, I, I don't know about I don't know you know, 20, 20, you know all, all day long being occupied about food 
that's, Janine? that's quite a big one. I think um, the constantly is is usually a, a kind of term that we we think we're thinking about it all the time, but it is as Justin said at certain times, and it it feels like you're always thinking this, but it's, it's probably not twenty four seven. There might very well be you know times that it spikes, and I would recommend. I agree that there's no such thing as willpower. I think there's support, there's, there's motivation. But I think the first thing that's very important is to look at identifying those patterns, keeping it a kind of mood diary where you can see, okay, this time it's 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm thinking about food, what am I thinking about? Is anything happening in my life? Oh, have a, hang on, I haven't had breakfast, I'm hungry. That's a, a normal response, you should be thinking of food. Um, you know, at 12 o'clock, I'm thinking about food. Someone called me, made me miserable. Now I'm thinking about a chocolate cake. You know, that kind of thing. So that triggers can be identified. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, getting the support and getting the treatment. Um, and treatment in terms of psychotherapy and talking to, to someone, joining a, an eating disorder support group if needed, um, talking to people who've gone through it and, and working through it that way. Well, we are talking about addictions uh, this morning. When does a craving become an addiction? Speaking to Janine Shamos from uh, uh, SADC, uh, she's a psychologist at that group, and also Justin Feliers, who's an addictions counsellor and a recovering addict himself. 0891 104 uh, that's the number to dial. And 